the way up and you know what it is it's another wednesday with your boys on the faction that's right but i'm not by myself i have the founder and the valedictorian the father of jackson and jordan with me mr gb what's going on brother how are you man I fi acting up already. It is, but you know, we're we're accustomed to it. Like we'll we'll get through it. Praise his light. We'll get through it. It, it happens when the other guy is on the show. Oh. 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 So then I guess we should bring the I other think, guy on. I, huh? I, well, if I already bought in the little man, I'll, I might bring in the big man. <laughs> Brendan J. Clack. The J stands for I'm stealing your Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everybody? I actually have coherent conversations and Wi-Fi. You will hear me clearly throughout mm-hmm. the duration of the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm happy to bring a, a more clearer perspective to the faction today. I love it. I love it. And Courtney is Courtney, paused right on cue. Right. See what I mean? Right on cue. This is downright hilarious. Oh, my gosh. So I'll ask you, Clack, while we wait for Courtney to return, how has this uh, period of quarantine been treating you? You know what? It, it hasn't been awful. Okay. Um, and I don't know why. You know, I don't I don't know if it's because, you know, the kind of life that I live, I'm on the go a ton. Yeah. So it's actually been a bit refreshing to be home, you know, other than the uh, the the amusement park of children that I have here. (laughs) But other than that, you know, it's been really good. And speaking of your kids, happy birthday to our good buddy, Noah. Yes. Our Our nephew Noah just celebrated a birthday. He's nine now. Is that right? He's nine, Good and uh, yesterday was a bit different for him. Yeah. Um, you know, he just, he just, well, it wasn't yesterday. When was his birthday? It was the uh, other day. <laughs> yeah, right. It was, yeah. Tuesday, it was a Tuesday, right? <laughs> yeah. Not the other day. Well, no. Was it, was, it Monday it was or Tuesday? I don't know. What is the today? 30th? Whatever day the 30th. Oh, that's was. Monday. L- let's Monday. See, we don't even know our days anymore. It's, it's welcome to quarantine land. Listen, it's quarantine days. Yeah. But he had a blast. He really did. He awesome. really did. You know, I found out that GameStop will not let you come in and buy games now. Really? Well, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, so how, how do they get the games to you? You have to order online. Then oh. they call you. They let you know that, that they received your order and they tell you to come pick it up and they bring it to your window. Oh, wow. Well, and they literally gently tossed the game in your car. Oh, that wow. He literally just dropped it on me. Wow. I was like, all right, I get it. I ain't mad at you. Well, you know, they've changed a lot of things. We took Jackson to the doctor last Monday, and mm-hmm. um, we could not sit in the lobby. We actually had to get out of our car. The sign-up sheet was outside of the door. We signed mm. the shot. We signed the sign-up sheet. The uh, the the uh, nurse or whomever came, picked up the sign-up sheet, and they called us out of our car when it was time to come in. When we walked through the door, before we could get through the door, they took all of our temperature um, to make sure we weren't bringing anything in. Uh, it was it was it's everything has changed, even going to the doctor. So it's it's pretty serious. It's pretty yeah. Serious. And I, I'll tell you this: I can't even go to Christabel's appointments anymore. Wow. Yeah, they sent an email oh, at wow. midnight oh Sunday morning. 
Wow. And said, for your appointment coming up on Monday, we're asking that you come alone. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yep. And I and I know you pride yourself on like, like I do, you know, we pride ourselves on being there for our wives in those moments just because we want to be yeah. you know, part of the process. And so that's so wild. Oh, my. God. I have been to every appointment except for the one they told me I couldn't go to. Yeah. I, yeah. Good Lord. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. So, Courtney, how has quarantine life been treating you? Well, guys, I've definitely been quarantined. I have switched platforms. I've moved over to my phone because I refuse to be a mockery for you two. <laughs> and so quarantine life is all right. You know, Sunday was tough, though. Okay. Sunday almost took me out. I long to feel the energy of people. Yeah. I am definitely an extrovert. Yeah. And then someone had the nerve to write on my Facebook, uh, just use Zoom. Guys, I almost use language with that person that would require a bleepity bleep 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 because you can't bleep and tell me that I'm supposed to be able to overcome my extrovertism by looking at a screen and talking to some people. I like to feel the energy of the other person. Yeah. So y'all pray for me because introverts are saying stupid stuff. So I'm, I'm going to guess that the way you felt is probably how a number of us are going to feel this weekend. When we are supposed to enjoy WrestleMania from the comfort of our home with nobody in the arena, but we'll get to that. WrestleStania. Yeah, I've already we, called it WrestleStania. We will, we will get to all things connected with that in a moment. Certainly, if you guys have been missing our shows, you've been missing a lot because we don't just do our weekly roundup. Of course, we've got uh, our quick hits where we touch on a lot of things going on from week to week so the only way to catch it of course is by subscribing to our podcast which you can do on itunes google play or whatever your preferred podcast platform would be so with that said we got a brand new episode it's almost a wrestlemania go home show imagine that Corey, at home. <laughs> tell them what's up for today's show the number 220 actually means second to none. And this is episode 220 of The Faction right here on Bonafide Radio. We're kicking things off with Dark Side of the Ring with New Jack. Coronavirus, how does it impact WWE? What about the TNT Championship? AEW Dynamic Rating, I'm sorry, Dynamite Ratings. And also WrestleStania Predictions. But before we do anything, hey. It may be gloomy on the outside, but watch me shine, Bianca Belair's theme song by CFO. You're listening to the Faction on Bonafide Radio. That's radio the way it's supposed to be. This is the Stroke Daddy Ricky Starks, and you know I only do it one way, and that's big. You're not listening to the Faction. I'm on my own against the wall. The pressure's building, but no, I will never fall. Instead of crying, they hear me roar. And now I see that I'm way better than before. I never needed you at all. Think I fall down? I'ma watch you fall down. I'm living large now. I never needed you at all. Think I fall down? I'ma watch you fall down. I'm living large now. I never needed you at all. Watch me shine 
Without the facts, son. 
Welcome back to the Faction Powered by Bonafide Radio. You were just listening to Bianca Belair. Watch me shine. GB, let's get into some wrestling news. All right, and believe it or not, for the quarantine edition, which it looks like we'll be quarantined for quite some time, the wrestling news doesn't stop, which is amazing, quite frankly. And so with that said, I want to start off with uh, our recap of last night's episode of Dark Side of the Ring. Now, I have to start by saying I am totally enjoying the opportunities that we have to expose people to this series um, because Dark Side of the Ring is really one of the most amazing wrestling series out there, period. Amazing storytelling. And so uh, last week's show marked a uh, record for the Vice Network. It was the highest rated original programming ever on Vice's network, which was incredible. This week followed up with uh, the story of New Jack, the Life and Crimes of New Jack is what it was called. New Jack, of course, uh, known for his time in both Smoky Mountain Wrestling and ECW, has had his fair share of controversy, and that's probably putting it mildly, to say the least. We've heard a lot about New Jack here on The Faction, courtesy of Courtney Beard, who continues to mention New Jack at very random moments. And uh, perhaps now you'll find out why. So I do want to find out if you guys have had a chance to check out uh, Dark Side of the Ring. And if so, what your thoughts were on last night's episode involving New Jack. Courtney, let's start with you since I know you've had an affinity towards uh, half of the gangsters. Well, listen... Uh, first and foremost, I've not had a chance to watch it yet. After I do my late show, I then produce Quinetta's video for her next day, which is her being a student of uh, being a teacher. Yeah. But I will tell you this. I've been excited about watching this thing because New Jack has been one of the mythological feature, uh, creatures or people in professional wrestling. You've heard these stories, but I'm hearing that his father stabbed and killed his mother. Well, it didn't kill her. From, stabbed her. He, he stabbed, stabbed her. her. Well, so actually, we, he we may because he shot her as well. Yes, and shot her. So, so we see already this man had trauma at a very young age. Yes. He stabbed an opponent nine times in 2004. Did. So we're talking about a guy who uh, professional wrestling may have saved his life, but he's not opposed to giving his life for the sport or anything else. He admitted he tried to kill Vic Grimes. Yes. So yes. this is a person who, uh, you know, I, I I don't want no smoke with New Jack because I got a feeling that if New Jack sees me out in the street, it ain't going to be like seeing old Willie over in Southern Honor Wrestling. <laughs> it's going to be the real deal smoke. Yeah. And so I don't want no smoke with New Jack. But, uh, man, I... I, I don't know. I, I guess he's a throwback to the old days. But a uh, very troubled gentleman, I would say. Mm. Uh, Clack, have you had a chance to check it out yet? Unfortunately, I have not. Okay. But um, I'm looking at a picture of him right now. And anybody with Dusty Rhodes' forehead, uh, you could tell they probably mean business. Yeah. Listen, forget that. He's more Abdullah the Butcher forehead. Yeah, because that I mean, that that thing is like a grinder. It is. It is very much so. Um, yeah. So. All right. Uh, 
where do I start? This, was a, this, this is just a shocking. This is wrestling Tiger King. I, I, I think you may be onto something, actually, because um, seriously, there is something very significant about New Jack, uh, and I think the comparison to Tiger King is not a uh, is not off at all. Um, you're dealing with a guy who did not really care about offending anybody. So I'll tell you stuff that I learned. I did not know that they originally started in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. And the stuff he was saying in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, um, you, you remember Smoky Mountain Wrestling, headed up by Jim Cornette, uh, certainly was in the sticks and in a space that would very easily make um, our Caucasian brothers and sisters easily and quickly offended. And uh, in fact, Jr. Jr. Jim Cornette literally told him, "Go out and make white people mad," mm. and he did. Um, think about this: here's a guy in 1994 who said on television, um, "Shout out to O.J. Simpson. Thank, <gasps> thanks for getting rid of those two for us." Oh my God. I mean, Please like, tell me you're joking. I am not <laughs> is, joking. Is this a direct quote? This is a direct <laughs> quote. And and well, I mean, when you crazy. when you when you watch this, you're going to see him say this. Okay, this this is no joke. They incited rights. In fact, let me tell you what else he did that I didn't realize. So they were in the hunt for the uh, Smoky Mountain Tag Team Championships. The tag team champions were the Rock and Roll Express. They did their best to reenact the Rodney King incident, and instead, oh, God. and those guys actually beat down Ricky Morton like the four LAPD cops beat down oh. Rodney King. Um, here's oh, something. Here's no. something else you probably didn't know. Um, part of the gangsters in um, in Smoky Mountain. Was a guy we came to know and love as D'Lo Brown. <gasps> D'Lo Brown was kind of like the outside guy what? who would take bumps and things like that. But the whole thing was they said nobody ever knew what uh, New Jack was going to say. Nobody ever knew. Um, <laughs> the, the the other thing that really disturbed me about this was how regularly New Jack used cocaine. And how he would use cocaine before matches. Um, it's a real miracle, guys. That nobody now. Now there are two major incidents. Well, three major incidents that have happened. Well, four. Uh, it's crazy. The numbers keep going up. The first major incident that happened that literally almost ended ECW was what they call the mass transit incident. So the deal here is. They were in Revere, Massachusetts, and uh, it was supposed to be a tag team match with the Gangsters against Devon Dudley and Axel Rotten. Axel Rotten couldn't be there, and so um, there are mixed stories as to how this happened. But um, it, because what they tell on this story is a little bit different than what's been floating around on the internet. But one thing that holds true: this gentleman named Mass Transit shows up. Lies about his age. Says he's 21 um, when he's really 17. He ends up in the locker room, ends up getting the match um, against 
New Jack and the gangsters, and apparently he was very rude backstage. So New Jack was like, okay. New Jack gets into the ring. They get Devon out of the ring, and with New Jack, they just leave the boy in the ring, and New Jack literally takes out a scalpel and cuts this dude across the forehead. And dude is like squirting out blood. Like he, he, there was so much blood coming out that his father is at ringside screaming, ref, stop the match. The boy is 17. Stop the match. The boy is 17. They eventually brought the paramedics down. Um, it was a major situation covered by a lot of folks. Uh, they sued New Jack. Um, and New Jack was looking at about five years. Um, and then this is the piece that became crazy, right? Paul Heyman is called to testify. Paul Heyman gets on <laughs> gets on the, the 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 stand, and Paul Heyman, they ask him, you know, why, you know, what happened? Why did New Jack do this? And Paul Heyman leans into his hand, and he says, "The guy called New Jack." the n-word well and they were like what well, that's that they were like what and so then he looks at new jack and he's like because they wanted to make him say it and so he looked at new jack and he apologized and he said they called him and they used the n-word and that is what turned the tide of the jury who ended up acquitting new jack here's the problem folks paul Heyman worked the courtroom the guy never called him the N-word oh, prior to or during the match. What? Paul Heyman worked the courtroom. Listen, and, and I'm just telling Best you ever, yo. part of the story. The Vic Grimes story is is dangerous. Um, I'll just tell you guys. Just, I've told you enough, hopefully, to get you Heyman, all to man. go watch it. But Paul Heyman, <laughs> Paul Heyman was willing to do anything to save ECW, and he saved ECW. Clack, man, what is Jack wrong with night. Heyman, man? Yo, Clack, let me ask you this: If Heyman were a preacher in 2020 during quarantine, you know he'd win, right? Oh my god, you know god. he'd be doing just fine. If Heyman were a preacher during the quarantine 2020, John Murray would hate him because. Heyman would still be having church right now. He would still be. He would defy the odds. Yeah. He would chain the doors. <laughs> They'll have to pull my cold hands off of the microphone. You'd hear me screaming. Paul Heyman would be the only preacher in America to have shut-ins during the, this. Shut-in. He would shut legit, in. He would shut legit have a 72-hour shut-in. A shut-in, DB. <laughs> Oh, shut in. <laughs> that is one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Paul Heyman, yeah. Paul Heyman. I can't say enough about Paul Heyman. So, oh, man. He worked the, the, the court, man. That's crazy. Yeah, he that did. That is crazy. He did. He worked the court. So oh. it's it's absolutely crazy. Um, it's absolutely crazy. You guys have to check it out. And, again, I've only told you a small bit. When you hear about the Vic Grimes story, then you'll hear about the 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 match he had against a seventy year old man where he nearly nearly killed a seventy year old man like it's 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 ugh ugh he's a troubled soul and I for the life of me yeah I will not 
be caught with New Jack uh, in broad daylight, let alone uh, a, a dark alley. Um, it's an incredible story, so go ahead and check it out. Next week's episode is going to be about Brawl for All. You guys remember the Brawl for All in That's WWE? That's going to be good. It's going to be very good. I can tell you Jim Ross is a part of this story. Um, and you know Jim Ross knows everything, especially during that era of WWE, which, if my memory serves me correct, was during the beloved Attitude Era. So you guys definitely want to check that out. Um, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got to get into the continued impact of the coronavirus on all things wrestling, including WWE. Could this impact jobs in pro wrestling? We'll talk about that and more. Uh, but right now, let's go to some music from CFO. It's a theme song for Matt Riddle. It's called Hey Bro. This is The Faction, powered by Bonner Fried Radio. Hey, guys. This is Gary Lamb, owner and general manager of Southern Honor Wrestling, and you're listening to the newest and hottest podcast out on wrestling, The Faction. Bro.
are the faction. One, two, three. Yo, it's not a faction without the facts, son. Welcome back to the faction powered by Bonafide Radio. You were just listening to Hey Bro. That's Matt Riddle's theme song. GB, what's next on the menu? All right. So the coronavirus, of course, has been impacting the world of pro wrestling. It has brought us into a virtual new normal uh, where we are now having empty arena shows as we're seeing for raw smackdown nxt aew dynamite and even some independent organizations are jumping in the fray uh it's impacted wrestlemania and we'll talk about the wrestlemania impact in in a minute but here's the question there are a number of wrestlers that's being reported from wwe that are concerned that perhaps their jobs could be impacted Let's kind of think this through and see if these thoughts are uh, unfounded or not. And here's the thought process. Of course, there's not been a Monday Night Raw or Friday Night SmackDown in weeks. Um, And that means that more wrestlers are not being used. That means that, of course, you don't have as many camera people, producers, backstage hands, etc., etc., Um, You don't have, of course, the live audience. You now also don't have live events, which were happening during the week as well. All of them, of course, for March were virtually canceled and no telling when that's going to happen in April. Here's the question. Do you think that WWE's superstars and their talent base could be looking at being without jobs? soon or is that just kind of thinking mm. too far ahead what do you think you better let clack answer this he loves wwe okay yeah I, I think unfortunately it is going to lean to some job cancellations only because uh, a crisis reveals a certain caliber of leadership and productivity and i think some people are going to really shine and others are going to really dwarf under the pressure and i think that the company will then be left with the hard decision of we pulled your weight in the roughest season of our business we're not sure if we need you around during the easiest season so yeah i do think some jobs will be lost and rightfully so Hmm. courtney what do you think yeah i think unfortunately guys will be uh, losing their job because it's not the wwe can't afford them now but of course, they're probably forecasting for the future so that way they don't have to make major changes and major cuts in the future. So I definitely see guys losing their jobs. If you have been low on the totem pole and underused, I think that you may go. But here is the goodness in it all. You now have other options. You have AEW where you can go through. You may not get the uh, money that you were getting, but you'll get time off. <laughs> you'll get used maybe even properly. You can go to Impact. You can go to NWA. There are other options. So losing your WWE job may mean that you don't have the same amount of money. But if you're just into wrestling, you will have an opportunity. Well, and it's interesting that you mentioned those organizations as well, because, of course, none of them are doing live shows right now either. We know Ring of Honor is canceled until the end of May at the very least. Um, Impact has canceled its pay-per-view. NWA has canceled its pay-per-view and uh, its TV tapings. And so I don't I don't know um, if those options really remain. Because if you think about it, WWE hasn't even been filling up their uh, episodes of Raw and SmackDown with all fresh content. 
Um, so there's only been a handful of wrestlers who have been performing on those uh, Raw and SmackDown episodes, and they've been also right. filled with, you know, old matches, um, which have been taking up TV time. So perhaps this is a, a concern that we had not considered before that could become very, very real. I mean, there have been some faces we've not seen on WWE television, and um, this this could exacerbate the situation. After all, we kind of know that things are going to happen up through the night after WrestleMania, but we don't know anything after that. Nothing's been taped after that. We don't know what the situation looks like. Um, and in Florida, things are starting to get a little more strict um, where the other parts of the country have already done that. So I don't know. This is going to be very, very interesting to watch. I can tell you on the AEW side, a number of their wrestlers have not been present. Um, and if you start looking at AEW Dark, there have been a lot more opportunities for um, a number of uh, independent wrestlers to be a part as well, which has all been very, very interesting. So we'll keep our ears and eyes peeled for that. We don't know who could be impacted job-wise, but you know, on one hand, you talk about uh, cutbacks, but on the other side, on AEW, even though they aren't doing additional shows, they are bringing in an additional championship uh, as they've just announced the TNT Championship. Uh, that tournament will kick off next Wednesday. And uh, it is basically, or there's no basically to it. It is their television championship that will have definitely, eight, yeah, it'll have eight superstars um, who will be involved. We do know the first four, which were released on Dark last night. That includes uh, Sammy Guevara uh, and Darby Allen. They'll be battling, as is Sean Spears and Cody Rhodes. That'll be on the first half of things. We'll find out the second half tonight on AEW Dynamite. What are your thoughts on the addition? of a new championship in AEW. Do you think they're at a space where they need this mid-card championship um, or not? What are your thoughts? Courtney, we'll start with you. Yeah, well, first of all, you all both know I'm a huge fan of the TV title. Yes. I turned 40. The gift I got myself was a custom-made NWA TV title. If you were the television title holder in the 80s and 90s, uh, which several different federations had their versions of a TV title, if you were that, it meant something. It meant every time you were on TV, your title was being defended. So even on my NWA TV title, you have an ABC, CBS, NBC, and even a cable, uh, uh, I guess you call it metal up there. Yeah. So to have a belt that can be defended every time it's on television, which they don't have house shows, so they're always on, that means that every week there will be a belt that is up for grabs. You don't see the world title up for grabs every week because it's so prestigious. Right. You don't see the tag titles up for grabs every week. But that TV title, the coveted TV title, one thing that I've actually loved about the 24-7 championship title in WWE, even though it's been a mockery, but thanks to R-Truth, you kind of made it fun to watch, is that it's always up for grabs. Yeah. It's what we liked about the hardcore title. Well, this is what we're going to love about the TNT title. Not really certain I like the name, but I love what they're trying to do. Okay. Uh, Clack, what do you think about the TNT Championship for AEW? Yeah, GB, I, I concur with Courtney. I remember, wow, I can't believe it's been 10 years. But uh, 10 years ago when he bought himself that belt on his uh, 40th birthday. 10 years ago? I, I, rem I remember that. And he was really, really excited about that TV title. And I can't wait to see. And I think it's coming up, GB, maybe like in the next week or so. 
he's going to be in his fantastic 50s. So I, I can't wait <laughs> to see what kind of belt he gets in. But yeah, I, I do think a mid-card belt is necessary. It gives us an intercontinental middle ground. This is yeah, so stupid. This is just so stupid. Yeah. This is I so stupid. Years ago. It's supposed to be a prestigious show, and you're just bringing it down to the gutter. I don't understand why you we would just... fight how God has aged you. I, that and, first sense. off, first You've off. you got your gray off, whiskers. Your gray whiskers. <laughs> and they're doing wonderful. People your just still shouted long. out our show. People just shouted out our show. Russell Plug Inc. shouted us out. And they said we do a great job. And here you are bringing us down until the abyss. And I'm I bet not you got our bringing company. us down. I'm I bet celebrating you. Got our fans you. Listen, I've got, got a real, I've got a real sensitivity to the golden community that is the <coughs> community during this. See, you're called right there. Wow. I, I'm just grateful that this I has not affected because- you in your senior years because I don't want you to get it. And I don't, I don't know. I do not subscribe to the ideology that the elderly should just go on and die to fix the economy. I don't want Courtney to die First just off, to fix the I'm economy. I'm not near 50. I am only I don't, 41 I don't want years that. old. And you're leading the people astray. And someone out there in our wrestling fan nation is actually believing you. But that doesn't shock me because we have the dumbest fans on earth. Oh, and so they're probably boy. believing you right now. There. And in so, your older what? years, you're beginning to get a bit senile. And you're and you just coughed too, so I'm really glad we are not together. It wasn't a so cough. I don't know that what actually, you have in that throat. That actually wasn't a cough. That was a I don't know clear. what you have in that throat. <laughs> it was a throat clear. Hey. What have you been swallowing? Oh. Well, <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, um, yeah, the TNT Championship um, from AEW. We'll find out the second oh. half of the bracket tonight on AEW Dynamite. And I alluded to this earlier today in our uh quick hits but aew dynamite is moving locations uh they're going to Uh a secret location and the reason why is uh the daily place in jacksonville its parking lot is now starting to be used as a uh, major hub to treat those who are dealing with the coronavirus so they are choosing to move to an undisclosed location in an undisclosed city so we don't know where they'll be um, but they will be somewhere filming a show for us for tonight, and uh, we'll be on the lookout for that. Uh, while they're doing that, NXT will be bringing us a triple threat match for the NXT North American Championship, a match that was supposed to happen at TakeOver. happens tonight. It is uh, Damian Priest against Dom- Dom- Dominic Dijakovic, uh, and they're both uh, battling Keith Lee for the championship tonight. So we'll be on the lookout. Um, for that, uh, let me ask this question to you because we did find out from uh, the president of these here United States and former, well, he's not former, he's a current WWE Hall of Famer, which is just also weird. Um, he has uh, said that instead of Easter, we're going to be social distancing for another 30 days. So we know the entire month of March or April, rather, will be without. Uh, any sort of uh, fans and large events and large gatherings. Here's the question. Do you think this whole empty arena situation for pro wrestling is becoming the new normal? Like, are we just going to have to get used to it for a while? Or no. uh, d- what are your thoughts? No. No. no Cancel not- wrestling. <laughs> just show me old stuff. I'm, I'm not, I, I, I'll be very honest with you. I've just not been as interested without fans. 
Okay. It just seems like a glorified rehearsal to me. And I don't know about you. If we're going to keep rehearsing, but ain't going to have a performance, I don't want to just keep rehearsing. So at some point, you need to bring in some digital fans, but I need to hear some cheers and some boos that echo what I'm, what, what I'm feeling. But man, wrestling is not meant to be just shot on a soundstage. Wrestling is meant to have the interaction. It is one of the oldest theatrical performances of our world. It is Shakespeare of 2020. It is meant to be performed in front of an audience. Let, let me ask you a question because there's actually been talk that WWE's been doing research in terms of how to get some fan interaction. And they've thought about actually having the wrestling product in the center screen and having around it, you know, kind of uh, people in their homes or whatever, kind of giving reactions and things like that, almost like a Zoom conversation. Would that be of interest? Well, to you? best of luck on that. Some idiot's going to ruin it by pulling out his wings or something. But he, I think I think it could be great. They probably should go with pre-recorded reactions. Which means they'd have to show them a pre-recorded show, kind of like uh, the NWA does the uh, the Circle Squared. That's a possibility. I guess. Yeah, they they better before somebody does something crazy. Clack, what do you think about the idea? Could the empty arena be the new norm for a while in pro wrestling? You know, I don't mind the empty arena. I really don't. Um, and I think it's because I already had lower expectations for the handicapped talent product anyways oh, God. and so it, it doesn't really it doesn't the, the the cheers and the fans they don't really add you know if this were the attitude era now that's oh. a different story because the fans were just on 10 no matter what but here it's kind of lackluster and you know we go get popcorn and, and things like that so yeah i'm, I'm good if, if i'm good okay I, I have a question mm-hmm. if they bust in People that have already overcome COVID nineteen can they be fans? Well, here's the problem: it has to be less than ten people involved, so it's probably two. But, or three but if fans they already, but if they already had COVID, then it, I mean, does it matter? Well, but it hasn't been proven whether or not those who have had it can't get it again. Oh, I thought that if you had it once, you can't get it again. No, that's not necessarily the case. A myth. Okay, then fine. Yeah, that's a that's a myth. Much like those who still think that the Simpsons actually predicted the coronavirus, but that's another story. They did predict Trump, though. Well, I, I'm like this. I have to watch the episode in its entirety to believe it. And I actually watched the episode yesterday about the coronavirus, and there was no mention of the coronavirus. What there was was, you know, this idea of a virus uh, being spread when um, someone from Japan coughed inside of some packages that were being sent. And it, you know, made My it over to the United States. But Sounds it was close not, enough to me. Well, I mean, it, it was... It, it was the the graphic that you know was being passed around actually said coronavirus so you know i'm looking to see okay did this really happen is this really the case and it's not so i think we just have to be you know wise about stuff like that but be that as it may i don't want to get off into that uh dovetail but yeah empty arenas you know here's what i've learned from watching um things lately I think if you give me something compelling in the ring, I'll eventually forget that there are no fans there. Um, but it needs to be compelling. Dynamite proved that a couple of weeks ago 
and um, there have been a couple of scenarios with WWE that have proven that, uh, and we'll talk about that in the next segment. But the problem is I don't think that the superstars are that adjusted yet to working in front of no people. So in some cases, their promos are more subdued. Uh, They aren't really kind of doing all that they can. And again, I almost feel like, you know, because we're dealing in a taped environment, um, I think that's part of the problem as well, as you don't get, you know, it's it's like, uh, oh God, I hate to use this. It's a difference between Sunday Best and American Idol. You know, where American Idol, they have several tape shows, but once they get toward the end, it's live shows. And so people can actually implement um, what's been told to them. These superstars haven't had a chance to implement anything because they went and taped stuff in two or three days. So that's if I were fighting for a belt, I swear I'd walk in and just call for my opponent. I swear I'd win. Oh my God! Yeah, you probably would. I call for them and win via countout. You probably would. I, I would agree with that. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, um, we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, the go home show for Monday Night Raw, and uh, we'll give our predictions for WrestleMania as much as we can, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about WrestleMania history on this April first. Won't even call it April Fool's Day because we've been living April Fools for about three months. Anyway, um, let's go to some music. Here's the uh, ever popular theme song for uh, the Inner Circle from a group called Fozzy. Thank you, Chris Jericho. This one's called Judas. It's the faction powered by Bonnerfied Radio. I got a lot left in the tank. What's up, guys? This is Mark here, the world's strongest man, and you're tuned in to the faction.
are the faction. One, two, three. Yo, it's not a faction without the facts, son. Welcome back to the faction. This is Courtney. That was a song inspired by Brandon's middle name. Brandon Judas Clack. The J stands for Judas. <laughs> GB, let's get it. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it- Brandon, Brandon, isn't your middle name, your middle initial J? My middle initial is J. Yeah, it's yours Jay. is Thank F. You. GB, let's go. 50? Why would you call me 50? Courtney, 50 beard. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not 50. I'm more like 56, but oh, I'm not 50. Gosh. So, oh, man. So, uh, it's, it is obviously WrestleMania season, even though it doesn't really feel like WrestleMania to me. Um, and so, this week normally is a massive week of programming for WWE. Fans would normally be flocking to Tampa Bay right now, getting ready for the Hall of Fame tomorrow and Access and SmackDown and NXT TakeOver and WrestleMania and Raw. But things are a little bit different. In fact, Monday Night Raw was scheduled to be in Atlanta this past Monday, but due to all things that are happening, it is once again in the Performance Center. And while we will not necessarily review all the things that happened on Monday Night Raw, I do want to talk a little bit about some of the things that stood out, if anything stood out to you from Monday Night Raw. Did you watch it? Did anything stand out to you um, from Raw? You know, I remember you writing in the group chat, man, this this promo by Taker. Yes. And then people are asking, is it Taker? Is it the American bad? <laughs> or is it Mark Callis? Or has he combined all the three? Or is he simply a husband that said, don't nobody talk about my wife? Um, you know, I think I mentioned uh, a while back the need for us to uh, bring back um, the motorcycle-wearing uh, big evil American bad guy. American bad. You know, I, I, I mentioned that. And I have to tell you, you know, the second that AJ cut that skin, scathing promo which i think was one of aj's best promos ever um it's like all of a sudden the door was opened and you know when he came down to the ring in the empty arena um to confront aj he didn't have his you know jacket and top hat on he had a skull cap on he was very but he also had that bandana up under that thing he sure did he sure did i think we're getting um, ABA, as we call him, the American bad guy. And um, quite frankly, I think that's who you need because the dead man is married to nobody. The dead man does not live or die. He wasn't born and he won't die. But this guy, you know, and, oh, and, let, me, and let me tell you what's intriguing. I saw The Undertaker do some stuff Monday night I've never seen him do. He called AJ Styles by his birth name, Alan Jones. Um, he went in mm-hmm. and saying, he said, you know, hey, it's true. I've got more matches behind me than I do in front of me. He talked about his wife. He talked about all kinds of things. It was amazing to see. And this was, this is the best I've seen Undertaker in uh, an interview scenario. Will that translate to a match? Well, it's going to be a Boneyards match. I don't imagine it'll be in a ring. Um, but I think that they're going to give us something that's going to be really, really special. And I don't know who wins. I don't know that I care who wins. I just want this to be worth watching. And um, 
and hopefully it will. Now, here's something that's interesting that you guys will find uh, intriguing. In our group chat, we were having a conversation about um, the fact that the sports world is in dire need of programming. Um, ESPN has committed to uh, showing WrestleMania for three consecutive weeks, which will include WrestleMania 35 this Sunday. Um, Last night, prior to WWE Backstage, FS1 showed the entire Royal Rumble four hours, um, which is crazy. So apparently WWE and Fox Sports have teamed up to provide, get this, 22 hours of WWE content to air on Tuesday nights this spring. So Royal Rumble 2020 last night was just the kickoff of what's going to happen between WWE and Fox Sports. FS1 is going to uh, show the pre-show for WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday night, which is interesting. Also, um, Fox Sports... They're going to, if you can imagine this, contain one-hour editions of WrestleMania 31, WrestleMania 33, WrestleMania 34. They're going to be showing specials from WWE 24. The Ruthless Aggression series is going to be on there as well. And they're going to have, uh, you know, that best of WWE you were talking about before we started, Clack? That series is going to find its way to Fox Sports as well. So in trying to figure out what sports uh, Fox and other folks can show, WWE is proving to be the proverbial ram in the bush, dare I say. I should probably be careful with statements like that because people don't really understand what ram in the bush is. But that's a, as, a, as opposed to ramming the – never mind. Um, so, My God. Here's, 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 something, here's something very interesting. I, you know, I don't know. We never let you watch rice again. (laughs) Never again, right? Um, Now, here's another first for WWE, which I find to be interesting, and I want to hear what you guys think about it. WWE's WrestleMania will be available in more places than ever before this year. You can now get WrestleMania, of course, on the WWE Network. You can get it on your local cable provider. You will now be able to get it on the Fox Sports and Fox Now apps. And you'll be able to check it out on foxsports.com as well. Now, if you decide to order this on Fox Sports or the Fox Now app, it's only $59.99 to watch both nights of WrestleMania. Hmm. What are your thoughts on WWE teaming up with Fox Sports to air WrestleMania in this pay-per-view format? Wise move. Well, they have to. Mm-hmm. They have to. I mean, listen, at, the, the, at this day and age, standing here April 1st, 2020, uh, on April Fool's Day, the winner goes to the person who who uh, who the, who can give the most away. There's no money to be made. No one's going to give you $50 because we're saving our $50 for toilet paper. And guess <laughs> what? That, that pay-per-view... It better not become my toilet paper. So you have to give it away and allow it to show, and hopefully you'll gain more fans. 
Clack, what do you think about WWE partnering with Fox to show WrestleMania in all of these uh, venues? Yeah, unfortunately, they just don't have much choice. I mean, it is what it is. There's just not a lot of programming out right now. Um, Even the debate shows, sports-wise, are struggling. Uh, They got the same two or three topics, Tom Brady, Corona, and LeBron James. Mm -hmm. There's just not much. And uh, thankfully enough, even if we have to go into the archives, WWE has so much content that at least they won't run out of variety yeah yeah you know part of me wonders first and foremost if we did not have this coronavirus situation would these partnerships be happening now i i say that because you know smackdown of course is on fox and they've got backstage on fs1 but if they had the programming necessary would they be showing all of this formerly exclusive WWE Network content on Fox. Now, this is partially where I'm concerned. It's a win, I think, to be able to provide content to these sports outlets like Fox and like ESPN who are desperate right now for new content. The problem to me is if I start taking what's on the WWE Network that was exclusive to the WWE Network and showing it on on Fox Sports, will that you know prompt people to come see the WWE Network or not? I don't know. Um, but the other side of it is this, just from an economic standpoint, in an environment where unemployment is uh, at an all-time high, where so many people have lost their jobs so rapidly and they could not prepare for it, and you are trying to save every penny, why on earth would you pay $60 for something that you can watch for free? That's the piece I don't understand. You know, it's, it's, well, that's true. It's, it's not like AE, that's true. It's not like AEW where the only place you could watch it on, was on Bleacher Report Live. You're talking about they're going to put this on Fox Sports for sixty bucks, or your local cable provider for sixty bucks, right. or right. you could order the WWE Network, and if you're a new subscriber, you're going to get it for free. And if you're an existing subscriber, you're just going to pay the same ninety nine nine ninety nine a month you paid last month. So right. who in their right mind or in their left mind, for that matter, would say, no, you know what? WWE is struggling and I got an extra $60 laying around instead of ordering their network and watching this for free. I think I'll pay Fox Sports to be able to watch it. I don't get the lot. Well, I, well I, I, think, I think it's actually dumb to partner with, with, with them. You actually could have ran it as a live feed from your WWE. <clears throat> excuse me. From your WWE Facebook page or your Instagram, as not coronavirus, <laughs> it's a, a throat clear, which you're still able to do in uh, April 1st of 2020. Uh-huh. So they really could have pointed all of the attention to their social media page and done it for free from themselves. But, you know, they're still old school, still antiquated in their thinking. So have at it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think this is, is kind of dangerous. So I want to ask the question. I know I'm looking at this wrestling card and look, boo-boo the boo. Well, and let me, let me talk about the, the card for WrestleMania because I for me, I'm just blown away at the fact that WrestleMania this year has 16 matches on it. 
which is just like you've got to be kidding me in a scenario which is eight per night that's so eight stupid per night in in this environment no less you know it's like holy cow what kind of show do you have to provide so i want to quickly ask i don't necessarily want match by match predictions but i want to ask you this here's the question what does wwe have to do to make this wrestlemania memorable given the fact that they're gonna do it given the fact that there's no audience given the fact that it's over two nights um two nights of empty arena etc etc what do they have to do to make us remember this wrestlemania for the right reasons cancel it (laughs) cancel it not have it remember the time wrestle wrestlemania was delayed because of circumstances weren't conducive to give the people what they needed. They could have just canceled this WrestleMania. And guess what? We would have showed back up in great force to support the WrestleMania that happens two months from now. But oh no. They wanted to keep it going. So now WrestleMania, you know why I'll remember it? It'll be the WrestleMania that sucked. Well, okay. Clack, what do you think? What do they have to do to make this uh, a memorable WrestleMania? There needs to be blood in multiple matches, and there needs to be run-ins from superstars that we love dearly. There needs to be some surprise returns, there needs to be some title changes, and there needs to be blood. You do that, I guarantee our group chat will be blowing up, and you all will be excited about WrestleMania. So you know- let, one of them, let one of them girls bleed. Oh. Let Becky Lynch get busted wide open to the point where we're scared for her life. We got pushed the envelope. Somebody's got to get hurt. Okay? Somebody's got to get hurt. Well, I, I, it's so interesting because it's like, yeah, we want blood, but do we want blood while coronavirus is out there? You know? And, yes, we do. And uh, Yes. <laughs> yes. Ronda Rousey yes. needs to come back. And yes, that has nothing Becky to do with Lynch me. To a bloody pulp. Now let me say let that happen, and y'all lose y'all's mind. Now listen, I really would. We've not done any <laughs> predictions, but I do think it would only make sense for Ronda Rousey to show up, beat down Becky Lynch, and uh, help give the title to uh, Shayna Baszler. I think that would I'm, make a lot of sense. And here's the deal: she doesn't even have to bleed. Uh, Ronda Rousey comes back to Becky Lynch, beats her to a pulp. Holds her still and coughs on her face. I'm going oh up. My God, that <laughs> would be up. crazy. I, now I know Just, people would be mad uh, everywhere, but if she <laughs> coughed on her face, come on, uh, that would be amazing. That, that's so crazy. Oh my gosh. So with that said, wait and, a minute, GB. Yes. If they test Rhonda before the cough and she doesn't have it, and Becky doesn't have it. You're not spreading corona. What? No, but if she cough on her face, man, but, look But it. just cough on her. But just before you do it, just test her. That's yep. hilarious. That is absolutely Tell hilarious. Tell me that would not sell like man. Crazy. Well, they'd be, t- they be talking about it. Just it just sold to me. They, it just sold to me. They would be talking about it for sure. <laughs> to me. You tried to ruin my life, Rhonda. <laughs> You're a murderer. How could you come off? That thing would fly. So, and and, and I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about like water going down the wrong windpipe type call. I'm no. just saying a simple. <laughs> but with a sinister look on her face, like I'm doing this on purpose. Yeah, that that would be that'd be pretty wild. It'd be pretty wild. 
Um, well, it is April the 1st, and before we go, uh, this is a significant day in WrestleMania history as there were, I believe, four WrestleManias that happened on this very day. The very first one would be WrestleMania six in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. That was followed uh, by WrestleMania 17 in Houston, Texas, which has its own special significance to it. Um, WrestleMania 23 uh, in Ford Field. And then you have WrestleMania 28, uh, which hailed from Miami, Florida. Um, Of those WrestleManias that I just mentioned, uh, 6, 17, 23, and 28, uh, do you have any memorable moments uh, that you remember about WrestleMania, of those WrestleManias that stuck out to you uh, back when WrestleMania had large audiences? Clack. Clack. <laughs> I'm trying to think, but I'm struggling. Wow. Well, uh, now I would have thought you for WrestleMania 6 would have just well, absolutely been like all in. Okay, so I'm pulling it up now. Oh, WrestleMania it's, 6 is Hogan and Warrior. Hogan and I Warrior. Mean, well, that goes without saying. Okay. I mean, that was such a colossal bout. That was that was Brock and Goldberg done right. Fair. Fair. I felt like Brock and Goldberg should have just completely done what did, did what they did. So, I mean, obviously Hogan and Warrior, that that's classic. But okay. of the others, nothing is really coming to mind. Shame on you. WrestleMania, let me, let me jog your memory. Man, WrestleMania shame 17. on you. 17, hot tui. Iron Sheik won the Battle Royal. Wait, Hot why is that your first what? memory of 17? 17, what in the world? 17 was the first you know, like WrestleMania. Hot yeah, yeah. <laughs> 17 was the first mania after the Monday Night War brain. Rock oh, and, you're right. Rock and Rock Austin, and Austin. When Rock turn or when Austin turns and teams with Vince yeah. McMahon. Undertaker Triple H. Shane yeah. versus uh, Mr. McMahon. Mm-hmm. China versus Ivory. Kurt Angle versus Chris Don't Say His Name, Benoit. <laughs> yeah, that was a special one. Jericho versus William. He was a hard-working wrestler, Regal. Yeah, he's a I man's mean, come man. on. Yeah. Man's man. Yeah. Eddie Guerrero defeating Test. Oh, no. That, that's memorable. Um, nah, okay. <laughs> you're stretching it there. What, what, what are your memories, yep. Courtney, of uh, <laughs> any of those particular WrestleManias? Uh, six. It's literally WrestleMania 17. Well, 17. Okay, fair. Yeah, it's literally 17, man. Stone Cold and Rock, that was like one of our last match, great matches between them, right? Uh, yeah, they only had like, one they other They were riding one, off into 19. the sunset, yeah. yeah 19 was the Yeah, so that was, you know, and, and all those guys were there. Eddie Guerrero was there with Saturn and I mean, it was just great. Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, that was actually that was on one of my top lists from last week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shane and Vince, that was on my list. Yeah. So, I mean, 17 was monumental. Well, for me... Where was 17? 17 was, was in, in Houston. Houston. Houston, yeah. 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 For me, um, obviously, those were big. I enjoyed 23 for a couple of reasons. I was actually there live uh, at Ford Field for that one. Uh, strangely enough, that was um, the one that featured the current WWE Hall of Famer that's uh, sitting in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Um, And on top of that, uh, that particular WrestleMania had a great match with Undertaker and Batista for the World Championship, um, with Undertaker winning the championship. And that was John Cena and HBK with a classic. Um, 
But then you can't forget to me uh, one of the best WrestleManias, which was WrestleMania 28, which was headlined by John Cena and The Rock. Um, but the match to me that stole the show that night was the uh, Hell in a Cell end of an era match between Undertaker and Triple H um, with Shawn Michaels as referee and James White. Shawn Michaels was the referee. He was not a competitor. Therefore, on my ultimate WrestleMania list, it's okay that I have Shawn Michaels in another match because he was not the wrestler in that match. Be that as it may. Um, So a significant day in wrestling history, April the 1st, um, four different WrestleManias. And of course, as we go through this first week of April, uh, a lot of WrestleMania memories and moments that we'll be talking about on social media and in other places. I hope you guys will watch WrestleMania. Um, It'll be interesting conversation for our weekly roundup next week uh, when we're looking at two days of WrestleMania. We'll see how it works. Currently, it does not look like there are two days planned for next year, which I don't know. Perhaps they can learn some things from this one. We'll find out. Hopefully, everyone is safe and sound there uh, because uh, this WrestleMania is very, very different and under very different circumstances. All right. We're going to get out of here. WrestleStania. Oh, that's uh, that's a fair, fair assessment. Here's how um, we can be reached via social media. Uh, Courtney. Hey. At I am Courtney Beard on Instagram, FC Major Beard on Twitter, and Courtney Beard on Facebook. I do want to hear from you. Let's talk about WrestleStania and all that it won't encounter. Ah, yes. Clack. Brandon J. Clack on all of the social media platforms. And guys, I do have a new social media on um, a new page on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Please follow me at Courtney Beard is 50, 50, 50. Stop, Beard, say, Beard, stop 50. saying that. I know it's can, wrong, guys. It's GB, Courtney Beard can you, is 50, 50, 50, GB, 50, can you 50, edit Beard, that? 50. Hey, GB, can you edit that out of the show? Like, seriously, bro. Like, Please follow on, me at <laughs> I am Courtney seriously. Beard Jubilee. Jubilee no, is 50, is 50, 50, 50. <laughs> No, 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 I'm, I'm serious. Like, just, just edit. We had a great please, show. Don't, don't, please follow don't me at 49 plus this, one. This is so ignorant. 50, 50, 50. so ignorant. Please this follow so me stupid. at 48 We had a great two, dog on show. 50, 50. Oh, God. GB, GB, can you edit? Nobody wants to hear that stupidity. I just want to know, what, GB, what type of hair products does he use to maintain the length of dreads at 50? Because that oh, is my God. Oh, my God. GB, edit that part out of the show because nobody wants to hear Clack, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Ten you years ago, you brought your TV title at your Fantastic Forty. It was not 40. ten years ago. I'm only 41. Don't misguide the people. Don't I'm misguide the people. You look good so for your stupid. age, man. Keep it going. So stay stupid. safe, just, just, You stay know what? Safe. You know what? I don't you know want what? my golden I'm friends done. To, to get sick. I'm done. Oh. I'm done. I'm taking my headset off. Stay safe. You can can reach me at Bonnerfied and make sure you're following us at the Faction Show. We We want to hear. He just ruined the entire show with stupidity at the end of a doggone show. I don't even understand. I don't even understand. This is so stupid. He was born in 1970. Keep joining us and keep with the uh, feedback. We definitely appreciate it. Until next time, it's Courtney, it's Clack, it's GB. And Someone we- just wrote me and said you're 50. Get out of my DMs, stupid. He was born in 1970. He was born in 1970. Someone just literally DM'd, someone just DM'd me and said, are you really 50, you dumb 1970. Idiot. He was born in 1970. Oh, God. We're the seeing, fans, our fans are so stupid. He's, he's never seen a coronavirus time. before. It's, it's the faction powered by Bonner 5 Radio. 50 years of greatness. <laughs>